This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand on the air. Choice as celebrating local music. Join Carl as he brings you the latest in local music as well as some Kiwi favourites. Hear from the musicians, discover new music, and celebrate New Zealand's unique music scene. That's Choice as on Youthstone on Otago Access Radio 105.4 FM. Hi, welcome to Choice As on Otago Access Radio. I've got Jeremy Redmore with me today. Hi, Jeremy. Got a cow. How's it going, man? <laughs> Yeah, all right, all right. Lockdown and and whatnot. Uh, yeah, it's it's strange times, eh? So, ugh, who knows what's <laughs> going on? But we can uh, we can act like things are normal, I suppose, eh? Oh yeah, for sure. Um, so today is actually my my last show on on Otago Access Radio. Um, so I thought that it would be good to get the first, well, one of the first New Zealand musicians that I got into um on the show so jeremy ridmore is from midnight youth and he's also got a solo career going um so yeah i've got a couple of questions um well, it's a privilege to be part of it thanks Carl. oh no problem um so i suppose the the place to start would be who are your main creative influences oh man um, it's a funny one, eh? I, um, I grew up not really as one of these teenagers who, who just was dying to be a rock star. I wanted to be a sports commentator or a vet, if you'd asked me at 16. Um, and it was only really, I had, I had some unfortunate circumstances in my late teen, teenage years, which basically triggered me to, I don't know, find something that, that I could express um, some of that stuff with and music just popped out and um, started started writing songs. So at the time, it was, I mean, I was a, I was a, had terrible music taste. I was just listening to the hair metal that, and, and hip-hop that my brother handed, handed me because he worked at the warehouse and he would bring home these, all the, like, CDs that had no cases. <laughs> and they all, they were all just um, hair metal, and then like gangster rap. So I had some strange influences going on because I couldn't afford CDs. Yeah, and um, that was the only stuff I listened to. And that's I quite, that's quite a combination. Yeah, you can hear the gangster rap in, in my music, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not familiar enough to to comment. Yeah, well, there's a, there's a few Nate Dogg and Warren G songs that I can um, lay down every line to, which is just still surprises me. Um, so, yeah, I came at it in a, from a weird place, and I, I didn't get any I – I didn't study music. Um, I didn't have friends who were doing music. And so I didn't really know what I was doing for a very long time. <clears throat> and – when I first uh, started bands, it was very much just, oh, yeah, I don't know, flying by the seat of my pants and just trying to make up melodies. And it's only really been in the last, last sort of, when I've come to be a solo artist that I've really thought about where my inspiration is from and how to tap into that. And it's very much 
for me now, it's very much about um, the idea of art. Being an artist is, is a lot different to to creating something that a crowd will like. Um, and um, so I take my inspiration from things that I read, uh, from solitude and isolation and, and nature and different places, um, and try to take things that I see and I feel and, and express them in a, a way that hasn't been done before. That's the, the goal anyway, you know, and you, you, you can miss the mark, but as long as you've got that goal in mind, I feel like you're on the right path to creating something that's worthwhile in the world, which I think we should all be doing. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That sort of uniqueness and, and everything. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. That was, yeah, that answers the question for sure. Um, I've got, yeah, another question, I suppose, is who, what sort of local artists have you been listening to? Have you been listening to local artists recently, I guess, with with COVID and everything? Have you, has it sort of, have you been more aware of it or? Oh, there's some amazing local artists. Um that I tried to sort of feature a few of them on, my, on a tour I just did in New Zealand. There's um, a few young writers, one called Elena, who I just just have so much time for. Um, she's a singer-songwriter who approaches writing the same way as I do, except she's um, doing it from the start of her career, which I think is very exciting. Um, yeah. Yeah, and I, that... That's yeah. That's one. Um, who else is doing some amazing things? Um, I really like. Um, there's a guy called Anthony Jafaz who released an awesome album this year. No one will know who he is. I went and saw him in Tauranga, and he did this amazing cover. I suppose he took Billy Joel's "Moving Out" and he changed all the lyrics about to be about the housing market in New Zealand and how he was moving to the States. Um, and he's just, he's just a really smart operator. And I love that. There's a guy called Merck who's doing some really great things. Um, I love Red Fountain's work. She's just become this amazing um, artist in the last few years, um, really blossomed into something that's really exciting, I think, as an expression. Um, Jesse Sheehan, a longtime collaborator of mine, he released a really great um, song um last month called the real love evolution it's a really great energy um so yeah there's there's some great great local artists um i can never remember them all you know we all just keep our our database in in spotify or apple music or whatever it's like, yeah, I like sure, I'll, yeah. I'll make a note but recalling it on the spot is always a bit hard um marley marley made a great album last year released it around the same time as me lavina she's really cool you spell it L-E-V-Y-N-E. She's making great music and she's also oh, wow. a really great producer as well. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's really exciting what's going on here. If anything, it's just kind of overwhelming because I think the, the entry level to, to music now is, is it's much easier. You don't have to spend 50 grand to make an album. Yeah, and for so sure, there's, yeah. There's people making it all over the place that... Um, doing it completely by themselves and independently and it's just 
yeah, super exciting. Cool. That actually leads nicely onto the uh, the other question that I've got, uh, which is uh, for for people listening who don't know, you released an album last year, uh, pretty much in the middle of lockdown. Um, yeah. I I just wondered if you've got any advice for for musicians um, who are, you know, looking at trying to produce something creative during a lockdown. Um, yeah, just if there's any advice for them. Yeah, I mean, I released in a lockdown, which was something I wouldn't recommend. Um, and being creative in a lockdown is, is really interesting. There's some, uh, the artists that I've spoken to seem to go either way. There's people who find it really nourishing and it gives them the space to to create whatever they like with no pressure. And other people, they find, I think, the situation quite nerve-wracking and it shuts them down creatively altogether. Mm. Um, for myself, especially the, the first lockdown we had, the first level four, I found it, I, I was a bit down about my album being released in the middle of it, but in terms of a creative space, I found it really exciting because there was peace and opportunity for for solitude. And for me, that's how I find my creative spaces. I, if, I'm, if there's no distractions, um, I, could, I can really let my mind wander and I just put myself in, in situations where there's no screens, there's no sound that's overly distracting and you can just wander into the world in your mind and, and create for me, I create tunes and words in there that I then put down on a notebook or an invoice memo and and go from there. But yeah, I found it really great. Just the idea, the advice would be if you can tap into that that note, the opportunity to not be distracted by the world around you and not be worried about what everyone else is doing in the world because everyone is is pressed pause. So there's no rush. You can just stop and, yeah, let your mind wander. And, and, and for me, I found that valuable. But if you can't, that's totally fine too. There's no, There shouldn't be any pressure. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, yeah. How, how was the tour? Because I, I saw you in Dunedin. Um, how, how did <laughs> that go? Because yeah, that was... Gosh, that must have been about a, that was a year after the album actually was released, right? Roughly. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's been a tricky time. Last year, I just didn't have the resources to be able to tour. It was just not a smart idea. And then, thankfully, the Music Commission launched uh, the Aotearoa Music Touring Fund, which helped subsidise me. And it was the first tour I'd done in eight years. And very for me, it was very much getting out there and and seeing if I still had fans. Um, and so th- thanks for coming along to that show. It was a, it was a quiet one, but I was oh, lucky I, I booked a, a venue that could accommodate, um, you know, a small crowd as well, <laughs> as well as a medium crowd. But no, we had, we had, it was a roller coaster ride, man. I learned heaps. We had, we had some really great shows. Auckland and Christchurch were awesome. And the ones in between, Otoronga was pretty good, but it was a weird venue. All right, um, yeah. Wellington and Dunedin, I just struggled to get the numbers to make it 
worthwhile. So I, there's a bit of learning to do there. And I think uh, for me, it's it's very much um, that is the start of hopefully a journey to raise people's awareness. What I, what I learned was that there is no association between the name Jeremy Redmore and the songs that I've written that people might know. So right. I've got a bit of work to do. That's interesting. <laughs> the people yeah. working on my tour, I I like played uh, one song different in Queenstown, and um, the woman who was who was on the door for me came up and she said, "Ah, oh, it's great you put in that that cover in the middle. I hadn't heard that song in years." I'm like, "That's my song. It's <laughs> got a cover." She's like, "Holy shit!" Um. So yeah, I've got a bit of work to do. <laughs> in terms oh wow. Of- Brand yeah. awareness, but yeah, it's crazy. We'll get there. Yeah, because I mean, I I grew up listening to Midnight Youth on my little Sony Walkman MP3 player. I remember, yes, many many car trips. Um, <laughs> you know, so that that was sort of. I think I was listening to Midnight Youth and the All American Rejects, and that was about that was my music taste. <laughs> No, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> <laughs> For whatever reason, I don't know. I, it was the CDs I had. It was yeah. Well, look, it's just like my gangster rap and hair metal. It's like sometimes you just have to listen to what is given to you. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, and I mean, I, th- I mean, I still listen to both. Um, it's quite quite funny. Um, it's interesting though about. About the association with uh, with your songs, it's uh, it's yeah. What song was it? Uh, Bad philosophy. All right. Hmm. <laughs> so people, yeah, and it's a, it's a, becoming a common thing, man. It's been a while since we know you were yeah. uh, presence in the industry, and so people know the songs, but they don't know who the songs are by, and that that's um, it's just time. And how yeah. fast the music industry uh, turns over artists, you know. And we weren't really around for that long. It was only a couple of years, so in terms of being releasing music and, and being out there, so we we're pretty much a little shooting star in New Zealand. Yeah, fun one though. Well, for sure. Yeah, um, I've got one last question for you. Far away and. You you may answer it with another with a with a strange answer because uh, I remember you mentioned this at your gig. Um, what actually what is Golden Love actually about? <laughs> oh, you'll never know. It's a it's a, it's a long long term mystery. It's a long term whodunit. There's, there's teams of people all over the planet currently trying to work out what Golden Love is really about. Um, and who knows whether they'll figure it out or not, but yeah, I've created a, a monster. <laughs> yeah, it is quite, it is quite amusing. Um, cause as soon as you <laughs> said, you said that I'm kind of like, oh, what is it about? And then I just, I've been questioning it ever since. Yeah, look, it's, it's, it's funny. It's, it's, um, it's, it's a really good illustration of, of when you write a song you write it with something that the the artist has in mind, and then once you release it, it becomes 
part of uh, of other people's worlds and people will interpret songs based on all kinds of things but but for their own mind and mm. it's the beauty of of music that it can do that so i don't like to screw with it i don't want to screw with people's in- interpretation so i'll keep mine to myself and everyone else can have theirs yeah that's cool so so you sort of you're more of the when from a songwriting perspective you're more interested in people taking their own meaning from what you write rather than sort of imparting something very specific on it? Oh, I mean, I think there's a time and a place. If I was going to write a protest song, I don't want people to go away thinking, what was that about? Um, Yeah, for sure. But um, I think a lot of songs that I've written are a bit open to interpretation and that's that's worked quite well. Um, And some are very direct. It just depends on what you're actually trying to express at the time awesome oh well i think that's that's about all the all the time that i have for my interview so thank you very much for zooming me in the middle of level four (laughs) (laughs) no worries at all man um and and thank you for having me on and all the best for the next next chapter for you oh thank you very much
Choice Airs, celebrating local music. Join Carl as he brings you the latest in local music as well as some Kiwi favourites. Hear from the musicians, discover new music and celebrate New Zealand's unique music scene. That's Choice Airs on Youth Zone on Otago Access Radio 105.4 FM. I'll say goodbye even though I'm blue, even though I'm blue, even though I'm blue, darling. I'll say goodbye even though I'm blue, even though I'm blue, even though I'm blue. I never thought you'd break my heart. I should have known it from the start. That's why I'm telling you, this is what I saw through. I turn away as you close. Celebrating local music. Join Carl as he brings you the latest in local music as well as some Kiwi favourites. Hear from the musicians, discover new music and celebrate New Zealand's unique music scene. That's Choice Airs on Youth Zone on Otago Access Radio 105.4 FM. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.